Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have Cody LaFaver. Hey there, Cody. How's it going? Hey, doing great. How about you? It's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. I can't complain. And where are you at? Uh, I am near Boulder, Colorado. Oh, beautiful area. I went to school there. Absolutely love it. All right. Uh, you guys got a lot of snow at the moment, or is it uh, pretty clear? Uh, we had uh, like an inch a couple of days ago, but it's been 60 plus and sunny the past couple of days. Getting my tan on. Fantastic. Nice. Yes. I'm, it's been 70s here lately, which beautiful walking weather. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So, Cody, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Sure. Uh, so my name is Cody LeFaver. I am 27 years old. Uh, I've been a coach and teacher for a couple of years now in a bunch of different areas. Uh, initially, I went to school to play the college lacrosse. That was like my main goal with college. Didn't really care too much about academics. Um, then I got, it was a business and economics degree and I had a lot of great teachers there and was a little lost after college. I was hoping to play professional lacrosse, um, but I had a couple of concussions. I kind of threw off that path. And then from there, um, I went into teaching uh, as a substitute teacher first in my hometown in New Jersey and then uh, coaching lacrosse as well. And just that completely changed my life. I kind of like made fun of coaches and teachers as a kid. I thought they were all um, kind of failures at life, like they could have done much more. And then that just completely changed my perspective um, in terms of what is meaningful and how I could personally be useful for others. Um, so that really changed everything for me. And since then, I've been coaching lacrosse um, from kindergartners to high school, um, coaching a high school team in the spring. And then I've been teaching, and this is my first year as an elementary PE teacher. And we are all online for the rest of the year now and my first year. Wow. Um, so that's a little bit about myself. Um, I also have a certification personal training. Um, and I'm just really interested in the coaching field in general. I've been esports coaching for about two years now. Um, that's kind of how we got in contact. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, really excited about coaching as a whole as an industry and moving forward with it. Fantastic. I have to say, uh, lacrosse is the only sport I've ever played where I was knocked out in. So I don't <laughs> I know if I say the same actually, you, but you know, <laughs> when they turn around and they don't realize you're there and they throw it, you're out. <laughs> so, um, I start every, every interview with a single question. I'm going to ask you as well, before we really start to unpack, you know, what you do. Um, so on a scale of one to 10 where 10 is high, how weird are you, Cody? Um, I have to give myself a nine um, just because I'm not exactly sure what would constitute a 10 and what, what would be a 10. Um, what do you, what are you qualifying myself... as a nine? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I live my whole life being me and uh, I see the way people react to me and the responses I get. And I usually get a, a your weird comment after the second date or the second conversation. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's so many different things you can consider weird uh, but I really like to think I am a nine. Um, one, because of my uh, weird array of interests, I think is a big thing. I'm a pretty hardcore introvert, but at the same time, I can be a talker, and especially one-on-one, -on -one, I can talk nonstop forever. Um, I mean, there's so many different things that make up weirdness. There really is. Um, just this question and my answer, I think, makes up my weirdness. <laughs> but I give myself a nine. I could write right, a book about it, probably. Great good start. Okay. Uh, now, so this is the Gamerpreneur. So before we really kind of get into uh, what it is you do and your coaching and all that, I need your gaming cred. So when did you first start playing video games? Uh, I would say it was 1996, maybe 97. 
Uh, I want to say original Nintendo, but I, I want to say I'm not sure exactly the first first game um, because I tooled two older brothers, one five years older, one ten years older, so they were ahead of the curve. They had the systems, they knew what was going on. Um, but I had a computer pretty early on, played a couple games on there. And the first game that I really got into was um, one of the original um, Donkey Kongs with my brother. I would play this Diddy Kong. He'd play this Donkey. I remember one time my mom uh, broke our game because she got mad at us for playing so much after school. We got a good kick out of it, but we're also pretty sad we couldn't play. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of my first game. Uh, really started competing in games when I was around age 12, Gears of War. Um, very violent video game and amazing graphics. For gears, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really loved that game. And that was the first game that I felt like I was actually good at. Like I could compete with others on like a nationwide stage. I was like kind of ranked or whatever. I didn't do any tournaments, but I was pretty close to doing it towards the end. And then from there, I mean, the story goes on and on. Uh, World of Warcraft, I played on and off for about six years. I, I know we talked about that. I sold uh, three different accounts for that made probably 10 cents per hour on my okay. accounts. Uh, and then I got into a couple other MMORPGs, like World of Warcraft type games. I played League of Legends, uh, the Battle Royale uh, genre I've been really into recently. Um, I pretty much played a little bit of everything, even Guitar Hero. Fantastic. So what do you play now? Uh, currently, I am focused on Fortnite, as I'm a Fortnite coach. Um, but I also play a little bit of World, World of Warcraft Classic, um, play a little Call of Duty Warzone, a little bit of League of Legends, uh, just whatever it is to play with my friends because everyone has their own particular game. So sometimes I'll get another game just to play with a couple of friends. Beautiful. All right. So uh, one more gamer question, then we'll kind of get into your coaching. What's your, if you had a rank of all the games you've ever played, what's your favorite of all time? Um, I think it would have to be uh, FIFA. Uh, I'm a big sports game. I love soccer. I think soccer is one of the most beautiful sports, especially at like the highest, highest levels. It's just like it's an art form as much as it is a sport. Um, So playing uh, FIFA soccer, I played that for 10 years. I was always uh, competing in that. And it actually inspired me to play college soccer. Um, So I was playing college lacrosse. I went to school for lacrosse, like I mentioned. But my junior year, I decided to try out for the soccer team because I won a FIFA tournament and I really love soccer and and the sport and I started watching it more. Um, So yeah, I would say that's my favorite game of all time. I played it for about a decade and it inspired me in real life as well. Fantastic. Um, When I was in law school, there was a summer in between the semesters where my best friend and I basically just dumped hundreds of hours into FIFA. That's all we did. (laughs) I understand. It's a fantastic game. Okay. So how did you first become a, a coach. And in this sense, um, I mean like the esports coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd already been coaching for other stuff. So I was like mm-hmm. interested in the field and, and teaching and learning. Uh, I feel teaching and learning are skills everyone should have, not just coaches and, and teachers. Um, so I, I just saw like a YouTube video. I was really into Fortnite. I played with all my friends, you know, it is the sensation that it is and has been. And I saw a YouTube video of someone getting coached on fiverr.com. And I happened to already be selling marketing services, Google and Facebook ads on Fiverr.com. And I was like, oh, I'm already like a level one seller. And they're like tiered level system. I was like, okay, I'll try out this, see what I can do. I can, I'm going to play Fortnite anyway. Why not just get $5 an hour to coach 12-year-olds? And then so I started that out and I, I quickly realized how fun it was. It was like more rewarding than like my standard play and even sometimes my play with my friends. And then I could also include for some of those coaching sessions playing with my friends. So it was like... I was going to hang out with my friends and play anyway. Um, 
And it was super rewarding. Um, the feedback I got was just amazing immediately. I'm getting paid $5 for sometimes an hour, hour and a half, two hours, but it was a blast. Um, it did not feel like work. You teach somebody something in that game and it changes their experience like instantly. Um, and I told you a little bit about like how the percentile difference someone can have in a session. So a person could be like a bottom 10% player and come out a 20%, 30%, even 40. I've seen 30% for sure. Um, so just super fun, rewarding, meaningful, and I haven't stopped since. What are the kinds of things that you, you train them on? Well, number one thing, and I actually, um, Epic Games, I feel like part of this is on them. The settings in that game, the instant changes you can make in settings. I mean, in any game, that can be a factor, of course, um, whether it's your aiming sensitivity, um, your uh, color settings. Sometimes people mess with, but the the in-game settings for that, that people don't have optimized or just unbelievable just one small change there can make a huge growth so that's always what i start with um, because that's kind of out of their control even um so i change those settings there's like 20 settings you could potentially make changes to other than the sensitivity type stuff for aiming and then from there um just game knowledge there's hundreds of little details that people don't know about building and editing and just having a like a detailed approach to taking it one step at a time with the building. Because if you're practicing on your own in any sport, say it was basketball, you're only going to get as good as, as you know. I mean, obviously the work you put in contributes, mm-hmm. but how much you know is so important. And learning the right type of drill to get better is huge. Um, and I have drills for Fortnite as well, but a lot of it is just not having the knowledge of how to get better. Um, they might watch a YouTube video, but they don't know the practice routine they should do. They don't know the details, the small but important details they're missing um, that I'm able to identify quickly and notice. So there's a lot. It really, I thought it was going to be a lot more basic. I'm going to teach them how to build, um, but there's just so much. And I'm just talking as fast as I can during these lessons, trying to give them as many little details as possible. Oh, I, I understand. When I first became a, a business coach, I figured I was going to be explaining how to set up your, your assembly line or how what to how to treat your employees. And it turns out it was almost all mindset. And I had almost no mindset training before I got into it. I'm like, let me go read a bunch of stuff real quick. Um, but when you first started coaching, did you feel that you were, you know, necessarily qualified to be able to teach this stuff? Um, so I hadn't, I hadn't even really been like competing in Fortnite at that time when I started coaching, there was only like one tournament. So the competitive scene hadn't really uh, broke out yet. Um, but I felt pretty qualified, especially when you looked, when I saw those like YouTube videos of people getting coached, most of them were like 14, 15, 16 year old coaches, people who, um, who have learned how to coach through the game. And I had that kind of background of it. Um, and honestly, after my master's degree, I felt so much more confident in my coaching ability. Um, I had never been a big fan of schooling as a kid, but um, through my undergraduate degree and master's degree, just the value of good teachers and what they can show you. I felt like I learned so much about um, the philosophy of teaching and just like coaching methods and little details. So I felt very qualified, especially relative to the other people in the scene. And even now, most of the the high level um, coaches are still younger than 20. Um, So I'm like the boomer in the group. (laughs) All right. You know, do you have a a sense of irony? You you didn't particularly see the value in education and now you're a teacher and you Mm -hmm. you come across those kids now, right? And you're like, no, you guys just don't get it yet. (laughs) No, I remember teachers saying that back when I was a kid and then I hear kids say it now about school and all that. And 
Yeah, it's definitely very ironic. I was such a hater of teachers. I was, I'd always say uh, there's good teachers and bad teachers, which you could say is true. Everyone falls on a spectrum of a variety of skills. Um, but yeah, the value in getting a good coach. Um, I had a couple of good coaches in lacrosse, high school and college that really, they really changed it for me. Like I thought I knew everything going into college lacrosse and then they gave me so much that I never would have learned on my own. Okay. Um, what do you think makes you unique as a, as an esports coach? Um, I would say number one, kind of what we just mentioned, just my background in it. Um, I've gotten a couple other certifications in the coaching realm as well. Um, I've been a studier of learning and teaching in other ways. I really love podcasts. I'm a podcast addict. It's actually my gaming addictness in my podcast. They go hand in hand because certain games, especially like World of Warcraft, single player games, you can have whatever else you want in the background. I got my dual screen up watching um, stuff like that. And I got my game on my main screen. Um, so I think my passion for learning and all the things that I have learned through that have been uh, given me a u- unique perspective. And then also just, um, as I mentioned before, my wide array of interests. Um, not a lot of esports coaches are into yoga and stretching and meditation, psychology, philosophy, um, I just have so many um, different areas that I think are related. I think philosophy is related to coaching. I think psychology is mindfulness. Um, so I really try and pull in as many, um, many areas, multidisciplinary approach um, to the best of my ability. I think that's unique in the field. Okay. Now, um, do you have any advice for someone else who might be interested in going into coaching themselves? Maybe they have a successful you know, career. Maybe they've climbed the ladders and they're near the top and they just kind of, they're ready to hang up their controller, so to speak, and, and move on to the coaching side. What advice would you have for them? Um, if it was specifically in esports, I would say you got to find um, your niche and your, and your, obviously your game. I mean, right now the game thing is so so important. Um, there's games coming out. Ne- you never know what's going to be the game that's going to blow up. Um, but one other thing in the field I've noticed, there's lots of different niches. For example, there's people that just focus on aim coaching. There's people that are game sense coaches. Um, there's people who are like player development and focus on like physical therapy type stuff, sleep schedules. So you really got to find your niche there, I think. Um, and also your target market. So for me, I haven't worked with a lot of the high-end competitive people, although I would obviously love to. It'd be great to work with some of those guys, but I work more with the general public, um, a lot more kids. Um, So you got to find your niche there and your avenue to reach that niche. Um, So for me, it's been Twitch, it's been Fiverr.com, and more recently, GamersReady.com. So yeah, you really got to find where you fit in the industry and then go for it. Um, There's so many things I've tried that have not worked in the industry. And then you just got to keep going and keep working to find people to work with. Beautiful. Okay. Now, where do you see the industry and and even yourself going in the next five years? Um, I think the industry will continue to grow. Um, I actually did a a pitch on LinkedIn um, for my coaching business. And the person who pitched before me was an AI coaching service um, for CSGO, I believe. So I do see that happening sometime in the near future where that will be an effective thing where people can work with some sort of online service that isn't human-based. So I think 10 years, I could imagine that being a legitimate thing in the gaming scene. In the next couple of years, I really do believe coaches will continue to be the best. And I think coaches will always be able to provide different value than a computer or AI could. Um, So I see um, coaching continue to grow. Um, for me personally, uh, I'm really hoping to build uh, a camp scene 
I know there's been some esports camps already, and I'm working with a couple different people to host some camps. So I think that's going to be really fun. Uh, you can get small group setting or bigger group, 50, 50, around 50 people in an esports arena um, with like a curriculum that is um, multidisciplinary. It focuses on different areas of growth other than just esports. Um, so that's the, kind of the big thing I would like to do go forward and then just keep working with um, high-end players. And, and I mean, I, I want to work with anyone that wants to get better. It's the best um, coaching people because they want to be coached. Um, to get that feedback, to have them be involved in their own learning process, it's just so amazing. And I want to keep doing that. I really love the one-on-one -on -one the most. But I think camps are going to be so cool. I'm really excited about that opportunity. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. So, you know, you've told us all about the wonderful things you've done. You, you've gone and got a master's degree. You're now a, a teacher. You're a coach. You're, you're an esports coach. You're doing all these wonderful things. Um, if I can, for a moment, I'd like to humble you, if that's all right. Sure. And I'd like to ask I've been humbled you, many times before. <laughs> I'd like to ask you, what is something that you have failed at in the past? Because I don't want everyone to think that you're this magic superhero that accomplishes everything he sets out to do. Mm-hmm. So many failures. Um, I mean, the big one for me, I mentioned it before, was um, ending college across. Um, we lost in uh, a March tournament. I forget the name of it. Um, we made it to the tournament for the first time ever, and then we lost in the, the second round. And then from there, I knew I couldn't play professional across. So right there, that was kind of a failure for me. Um, from high school on, I'd hoped to be a professional player, to be an All-American. And I was not able to do that. And then from there, I felt like a failure, first of all. And then I went on and had probably my biggest failure right after it, which was um, I started a weight loss business. Um, I've been very passionate about health and nutrition. And I, I kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier and uh, just physical training. But the nutrition side of it is so interesting. Um, so I really wanted to, I mean, I knew after college I wanted to help people. And I wasn't exactly sure why. And I thought that would be a great way to do it, help people who wanted to get healthier and more fit. And I spent about a year of my life while I was substitute teaching, focusing on this business, building the website on my own, building a 14-page ebook, building um, months worth of online motivational emails and check-ins, building this whole back-end system with developers. And then it completely flopped. And I got like no sales. And it was just devastating. I thought it was, I still believe in it. I still think it's better than 99% of the weight loss stuff that's out there. Um, so that one really, really hurt for me. And that was probably my biggest failure overall. So I was going to ask, you know, how did you pivot from your failure into trying to move forward? And you actually gave us the answer. So you, you had your, your failure in college where you lost your game and you realized lacrosse wasn't your future any longer. You then pivoted to start a business. That's, that's incredible. Most people like just lay on the couch crying for a long time, but you obviously realized you needed to do something else. So, um, you know, your business can still go. It's just, you know, just cause it, if you had a temporary defeat, doesn't mean it's done. You should still be pushing that. Oh yeah. I'm working on a rework for 2022. It's all Hopefully. about advertising. Man. <laughs> Advertise it right now. is a great time to do it too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Everyone's trying to get you to do an at home workout right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, um, continuing the humble train, uh, what's something you're currently not good at? Um, something I'm currently not good at is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, I've been studying that for about two years now. I've been interested in MMA and all that since I was high school. Actually, when I was in high school, there was, I was like 17 years old. I had watched like 300 hours worth of videos of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, all these techniques and strategies to beat somebody in a grappling match. So it's wrestling, no punches, no kicks. Mm -hmm. kicks. And, and I said, after college across, I will try this. Uh, and I waited kind of two years after. 
after the weight loss business, I finally did it. And I've been doing it about for three years and I still am not very good. I still get beat up by people that are 40 pounds lighter than me. Um, I had girls beating up on me just earlier this year. Um, it's such an interesting sport and it really is a perfect example of that like kind of novice versus expert. Because if you are an expert in that sport, you can dominate people that are 100 pounds uh, less than or more than you. Um, so I'm still not good. I'm still struggling with that. And the struggles are tough in that getting beat up or you're not really getting beat up, but losing in a grappling match against someone you think you should beat is very um, tough for your ego. There's lots of, <laughs> lots of stories of people crying. I won't mention myself um, and tough rides home after a tough session. Um, but that thing has definitely humbled me and um, changed my perspective of how tough I think I am. Yeah, but it gives you perspective, right? Totally. Uh, you never know in the street. You don't want to pick a fight with anybody knowing that they could have this knowledge and this expertise. All right. But so you are a full-time teacher and you part-time uh, coach at school and part-time esports coach as well. And those are all going very well for you. So congratulations. Let's get back on the positive Thanks. side. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you continue? Conti do you believe you're going to continue your, your teaching? Uh, yes, I'd like to continue teaching uh, physical education for at least a couple of years. Um, if the opportunity came in the esports industry, I'd be open to it, but I think I still have more to learn. I've actually already started writing a book on it um, because of how much I've learned. I wanted to at least write some of it down for future use. Um, so yeah, I want to continue it because I think I have so much I could continue to learn and, and provide value to others. I don't want to give like the whole breakdown of my book and the idea for it but i think i'll be able to provide value to others through what i've learned in teaching and i just think i need more i need more of it and i think i, I love it as well it's 80 i always say it, it's 80 percent plus magic so fun so amazing um and there are some tough points but i, I want to continue to build through those um to keep learning and be able to provide value to others fantastic so it sounds like you are a true gamerpreneur <laughs> yeah i like the term i love it well cody it's been wonderful to have you on how do people find you where are they gonna be able to find you out on social media what are your handles um so i am i go by coach dody d-o-d-y um and that is on twitch on tiktok on instagram on twitter on pretty much all of them coach dody Fantastic. All right. Now, uh, before we like finish this up, is there anything else you want to mention or anything I didn't ask you think we need to talk about still? Um, no, I don't believe so. I really want to thank you so much for your time and appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I love what you're doing, gamer. I love how quickly gaming and entrepreneurial um, stuff have just meshed out of nowhere. It feels like within two years, it's all just come together. And um, I'll have to check out some more of your podcasts and see what you're doing. And you know, the funny thing is almost nobody's talking about it yet. So it's, it's just other LinkedIn right there. LinkedIn. Yes. You know, people are doing it, but it's incredible. It's, it's so fast moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who knows where it'll be in 10 years. I feel like gaming is going to be top, top in terms of entertainment, even though it already is. Mm -hmm. And once it gets more social acceptance, you know, cause uh, like you started at the beginning, I always ask that question, the weird question, because all gamers seem to think that they're weird, but in truth, we're all just kind of average people who also have a hobby. <laughs> yeah i mean people have a lot weirder hobbies that's for sure that's that's very true <laughs> all right cody lefebvre thank you so much for coming on with us today we really do appreciate it yeah thank you it was fantastic
All right, and gamerpreneurs, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur. Hey, if you like this podcast, I'd love to invite you to check out a little bit more about me, Dr. Bradford Carlton, Gamerpreneur. If you go to my website, www.thegamerpreneur.com slash bonus, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book, The Warcraft of Business, where I explain my history in both gaming and business and how I brought the two together in order to create some very successful companies and help a lot of people. And all you got to do is pay for shipping and processing, and I'll send you this book. I absolutely know you're going to love it. All right. You all take it easy.